Welcome back to the Fangirl Forum. I'm your host, Meredith Loftus, AKA your friendly neighborhood fangirl. 2018 is behind us. We are in a new year. Happy New Year, listeners. It's 2019. It's still the beginning. There's so much to look forward to this year. So many hopes, expectations, and I hope all of your 2019s are off to a great start. Um, we have so much to talk about because if you haven't looked at a calendar, there is a stacked calendar of stuff coming out this year and I'm gonna break it down, but I'm not alone. And joining me today is, she's a returning guest. She helped explain what shipping is when we went into our ships way back in episode two, I think it was. She is also a producer for Ellen Digital. Give it up for Josh Bacala. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for coming back. I should thank you for having me back. So, <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh, no problem. I'm so glad we get to do this again. I am so excited. I have never been more excited for anything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a great year ahead. It is a great year ahead. There is so much to look forward to. Um, but there's one thing that we have, like, a huge reason I wanted to bring you on. If any of you know Joss or you're getting to know her, one thing you should know... She is a huge Julie Andrews stan. I, I feel like that's still putting it lightly. No, it is putting it lightly. Okay. I was a part, I don't even know if we talked about this last time I was here. I think we, we did. We may have touched on it, but mm -hmm. I was a part of a Julie Andrews online forum back when I was 12 years old. So I feel like I was in fan, this was like my first dose of fandom mm -hmm. before like fandoms were even a thing. Yeah. Um, but I love Julie Andrews so much. I don't want to sound crazy. I kind of am. It's I have, okay. I have multiple Julie Andrews tattoos. How many? I have her her signature here. Oh my goodness. Um, I have an Edelweiss mm -hmm. here. I have J for Julie. Mm -hmm. I have lyrics from The Sound of Music. Oh wow. Um, I think that's it. Wow. Yeah. That, but, that's intense. Yeah. I love Julie Andrews. I, I respect her. I want her to be my grandmother. I want her to be my mom. I want to date her. I want to be her. You know, it's, it's a lot of emotions. It's a lot. Yeah. The reason I bring that up is I finally watched uh, Mary Poppins Returns uh, this past week. And this was a movie that I was pretty hesitant to watch because, I mean, as you know, like the, the original Mary Poppins is iconic and I don't think there's anything that can touch that movie so when I heard they were making this movie I thought it was sacrilege like why would you do this how dare you Emily Blunt's gonna be in oh I like her but I still don't know how I feel about it so it took a while for me to be like all right I'm gonna go see this movie and just create opinion for myself and call it a day and I was surprised by a lot of it I thought it was delightful in a lot of ways, but it had me longing for the original songs, mm -hmm. except this one song, uh, The Places Where the Lost Things Go. Mm -hmm. I get teared up and emotional over, and I listened to it like twice outside of the movie, and I'm like, why do I feel this way? Oh my gosh. So I think like for that, it works, but then, I mean, I got really excited seeing Dick Van Dyke, and I was like, oh my gosh, did they, like, save the Julie Andrews, like, cameo, this is what we're waiting for, and then it's Angela Lansbury, which, she's fantastic. I got really emotional seeing her and hearing her sing, but then it also was like, that could have been Julie Andrews, and 
I don't know, how did you feel about the movie as a Julie Andrews stan? Where did you want to see that cameo? Like, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Okay, so when I heard there was a Mary Poppins remake, I obviously felt the same way you did. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, before she was even announced, I said the only person I could possibly accept as Mary Poppins is Emily Blunt. Oh, really? Yeah. So, because I feel like there were rumors about it long before it was actually announced. Mm -hmm. So, luckily for the movie, I accept Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is before a trailer came out, yeah. photos, anything. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is something I can be on board for. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out it wasn't a remake, but it was it was a sequel, okay, more on board. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer. So there was a teaser trailer that came out, yes. no dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great, I feel like they're embodying the, the first movie. Mm-hmm. They're staying true to it. Perfect. And then the official trailer came out. Mm-hmm. And I was fine with it until I heard Emily Blunt talk. And this is me nitpicking, but I feel like Emily Blunt puts on this very weird accent, (laughs) which isn't her normal accent. She's already British. Mm -hmm. And she puts on this weird accent. And I feel so apparently Emily Blunt didn't watch Mary Poppins before doing this. She didn't watch the original. She read a lot of the books. Yeah. Um, read a lot about the character. Which I think is a mistake mm-hmm. because I feel like if you watched the original Mary Poppins, let's say, let's say she watched it 10 years ago mm-hmm. and you're going off what you remember of Mary Poppins from 10 years ago, I feel like she has created this kind of, as if she was doing like an SNL skit, sort mm-hmm. of. Like a very, I'm trying, I've, I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, but... It just felt like she was like an over-the-top Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. And I feel that if you're doing a sequel, you should watch Julie Andrews' performance because mm-hmm. you are s- still portraying that same person. If this was a remake, mm-hmm. fine. T- do your own take on Mary Poppins. But I yeah. feel like she should have watched Julie Andrews' performance. And here's the thing. Sorry, I'm going to kind of go on a tangent right now. That's fine. So Julie Andrews won an Oscar for Mary Poppins. Yes. And I feel like she deserved that Oscar more so than Maria and the Sound of Music mm-hmm. because I think that Mary Poppins is such a hard character to portray. So Emily Blunt's Mary Poppins was very stern. She was kind of... A little snooty. She was a little snooty. Mm-hmm. And that's not Julie Andrews' Mary Poppins. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. she has a little bit of like, I never explain anything. Or like, mm-hmm. we're not... a codfish close your mouth whatever I'm not gonna pretend yeah. to try to be Julie Andrews <laughs> but I'm like but you can see like Julie can also portray that very like gentle side of Mary Poppins you can tell that she loves the kids but she's holding herself back because she has a job to do yeah and she can't become attached to the kids I feel like that comes through in the first movie even at the end oh yeah Julie doesn't say bye to the kids mm-hmm. but she has that little dialogue with the umbrella yeah where he's like i know how you feel about those kids and she's like mm-hmm. like i'm not going to talk about this because i'm getting emotional yeah and that alone kind of explains everything whereas emily's mary poppins just left didn't say about anything my boyfriend was actually saying it seemed like she was a social worker just doing her job yeah. and left and i also feel like the movie would have been better as a remake mm-hmm. because I felt like she had no moment with the original kids. Yeah. 
But and I feel as though that was lacking. Like one of my biggest criticisms of the movie is I felt like Jane was just wasted. She was just there, and then they set her up with like a love connection with Lin Manuel Miranda's character. Yeah, which also Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda's character, I feel like kind of makes Mary Poppins and Dick Van Dyke like Bert, the character yeah. Bert. It kind of diminishes the importance of that because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she just like picks up workers wherever she goes and yeah. creates bonds with them. I always thought, writing Mary Poppins fan fiction growing of course. up, I always thought that Mary and Bert had a very special bond and he mm-hmm. was kind of like the only one that knew she had these powers. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. She's just like up and running with all these other laborers. Well, okay, so they did say like he did have a connection to Bert, so like he had taken him under his wing, like he may have been like exposed to those stories, but I I understand where mm-hmm. you're coming from. But they did try to like explain, you know, oh, because it's still kind of part of that lineage, I guess. Yeah. And so two more things. Okay. So I think that yes, I think I was very upset that Jane and Michael didn't have a moment with Mary mm-hmm. Poppins. Not like oh my god, mm-hmm. how have you been all these years? Mm-hmm. Why haven't you aged? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spoiler, that doesn't happen. There's no moment between them. And then the songs, I get what they were doing. They were trying to be in the same tone as the first movie, but yeah. I think the first movie's songs were so simple. That's why they did so well, because mm-hmm. kids can sing along to them. I'm yeah. like, these songs were so complex. I'm like, I didn't even remember any of them when I left the movie theater. Mm-hmm. So. They kind of came and went. And then that's where I was sitting there like, that's where Chim Chimmery should have been. Jolly Holiday right there. Oh, uh, they're super califragilisticexpialidocious song. Right there. Like, I found myself longing for those songs and going and listening to that soundtrack as opposed to the new one. Yes. Which is kind of sad. And it was very similar to the first one. Like, oh, yeah. instead of umbrellas, it was balloons. Mm-hmm. Instead of a crazy uncle, it was a crazy aunt. Mm-hmm. Instead of going into the chalk pavement drawing. Yeah, it, it went into a bowl. bowl. It was... Uh. Mm-hmm. And also, like, they repeated, you know, the story, like, Michael became his dad, but then he recognized it sooner, which I'm happy it wasn't, like, totally shot for shot with that, but come on, Michael, you went through this before. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I I guess they did make the line uh, that tomorrow they will, for, like, the adults will forget this magic. The yeah. kids will hold on to it, so. Oh, and the Julie Andrews cameo. Yeah. I... Thing. So Julie was approached mm-hmm. to have a cameo. She declined it. Mm-hmm. Some people say they should have tried harder. Mm-hmm. Or, or, I think it works better without Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. I think I personally want her to stay away from that, keep it as separate as possible. Mm-hmm. It's a new story. She didn't want to overshadow Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. It was Emily Blunt's time to shine. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe that cameo was written for Julie. I think so. And they're like... Who else can we get that's still alive? Yeah. What's the closest thing to Julie? Angela Lansbury, who, fun fact, actually auditioned to be Mary Poppins. No way. I didn't get it. Well, I think that's sweet then. Yeah. To tie that in. Yeah. And again, like, I got emotional seeing her, and I wasn't expecting it. I was like, wow. Like, she still has it, you know? know, and she's so delightful, and I was happy with that. There was a part of me that did want the Julie Andrews cameo just... Because Dick Van Dyke was there, which the fact that he was the old man and yeah. he's actually that old man now is like, oh, he still has it. I love him. I know. I still kind of wanted it, but at the same time, like, I respect Julie for staying away from it mm-hmm. and, like, 
recognizing that this is Emily's time, which mm-hmm. rightful like I think Emily did a great job with what she with the preparation that she did for it, the performance that she gave was well done. And it's getting recognition from, you know, SAG and Golden Globes and whatnot, and she may get that Oscar nomination, which is good for her. I don't think she'll win it. I don't though. think she'll win either. I think it I think it'll be Olivia Coleman from The Favorite if I'm I'm guessing the favorite. You should. It's pretty I know. good. I've seen almost all of the other ones that are nominated this mm-hmm. year except that one. I, I have a it. few more that I'm slowly getting through. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if Beale Street could talk, I haven't watched that one either. I haven't seen that, yeah. and I need to. I got 30 minutes into Green Book, so I need to finish Green Book. Mm-hmm. And then I do want to see uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me with Melissa McCarthy and oh, uh, yes. uh, Richard E. Grant. I who, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I have a lot to watch still. <laughs> All these movies of 2018, now we're watching in 2019. But hey, award season's at the beginning of the year, so we can, like, get that out yeah. of the way. Tangent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a bad attempt at a tangent, but whatever. 2019 is here! Yay! We have a lot of movies to watch from 2018, but there are so many movies to talk about in 2019, and I'm, I'm here for it. I feel like... A lot of these movies that we're going to talk about, they are Disney properties because it is the year of Disney, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But there is so much other stuff coming out. And I, what do you want to do? Do you want to like go through the year and be like, oh, here are these ones? Or do you just want to like say, these are the ones I'm most excited about? Let's go through the year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I, have I mean, list. actually, whatever you want to do. It's your podcast. <laughs> True, but I still like however you want to do it. So in January this year, like, there's not much happening. I mean, Glass is coming out, I think, next week, which I've never seen Unbreakable. So. I haven't seen Unbreakable either. I heard that Glass isn't great, though. I Yeah, I've heard the same thing. I've heard it's more like it all depends on how you like the ending. If you like mm. the ending, you'll like the movie. If you don't like the ending, you won't like it. So, okay. very M. Night Shyamalan, which, you know, give or take. I'm not the biggest fan of his work, so I, it wasn't like a most anticipated movie yeah. for me. So, sorry kids, I probably won't talk about Glass. <laughs> okay, but February. Lego Movie 2, the second part. I didn't even know they were doing a second Lego movie until I saw a billboard. (laughs) What? I heard nothing about this. Oh my goodness. I don't know where I've been. I guess under a rock? I mean, probably. I'm so excited because (laughs) I love the Lego movie. I do too. It's the same cast. Yeah, same Same cast, uh, same voice acting. Uh, Tiffany Haddish joins the cast. Chris Pratt is playing two characters in this movie now. And uh, Lorda Miller, who directed the first one, they didn't direct this one, but they're EPing on it and, like, overseeing everything still. So they just... They just knocked it out of the park with Spider-Verse, and they're probably going to get their Oscar. And then here comes the Lego movie, too. Spider-Verse was so good. Spider-Verse was incredible. Spider-Verse? Yeah. So good. I was not expecting that. I actually Mm -hmm. went into it with low expectations. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah. After Spider-Verse, now I'm just so excited to see what they're going to do. Yeah. Lord and Miller are this duo that, like, in my mind, I can't wait to see what they do next. The only the only property I didn't want them really messing with was Star Wars with the Solo mm-hmm. movie. And sorry, I love you, mean it. I'm 
kind of happy they didn't end up going through with it because I feel like their comedic tone works in other avenues where I feel like solo they would have it's better for animation yeah yeah um though I don't want to pigeonhole them in animation I feel like they definitely have their geniuses and what they do and I feel like I can see them doing other big stuff too just mm-hmm. maybe not Star Wars just yet right <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's uh in February the isn't it romantic movie which is with uh Rebel Wilson yes. and Liam Hemsworth I just saw the trailer for the first time like a couple weeks ago I might actually see it are you into rom-coms I, I am. Thanks to last year, there were some good rom-coms that came out. I'm like, oh yeah, I love this stuff. I love rom-coms and I feel like it's... Wait, what rom-coms did you see last year that were good? Okay. To All the Boys I've Loved Before on Netflix. Okay. Okay. I'd consider that a rom-com. Yeah. Mamma Mia 2, mm. which is so... Just, I saw that five times in yeah, the theater. No big deal. <laughs> I had an entire episode on just the Mamma Mia cinematic universe that just should be made now because yeah. why not? Yeah. Set It Up was pretty good. Um, okay, so I'm with you. I think those are all good, all considered romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. But I am talking about, like, when I think rom-com, I think of, like, How to Lose a Guy in, in 10, 10 days. days, My Best Friend's Wedding, mm-hmm. pretty much any... Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks movie, of Julia course. Roberts movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's been a while since there's been rom-coms like that. Oh, absolutely. So the new movie coming out, I think that that is probably in the same standard mm-hmm. as those ones. That's why I'm so excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, it's been a while since I've seen a really good rom-com. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I just think like for the past like what five years or so there's just been nothing no because the quality hasn't been as good no one's really clamoring for it and then i feel like we're that's something lacking out there in uh, you know the scope of movies that come out in a year so i hope that they're putting money like studios are putting money into making these again because we do miss these things like it's clear like we miss musicals like the Mm -hmm. greatest showman who was expecting that to be Mm -hmm. as big of a hit you know like we we want this stuff. I just think nowadays people aren't buying the narrative of a mm-hmm. rom-com. Like, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're not being made. So maybe this approach, which is sort of a spoof on a rom-com, mm-hmm. is a good segue to get back into, into it. it. Yeah, so. like being very self-aware of it in yeah. order to bring us back in. Mm-hmm. I see it. I hope it does good. All right. Uh, this is one that... I'm personally really excited for. I know I'm kind of in the minority, but let me guess: you... is it Captain Marvel? We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. We're getting there. This <laughs> one more in February. One more in February. Okay. We've got uh, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World, which is the third of the How to Train Your Dragon movies. And listen, I I just love them. I think each one have been each, both of the movies have been great, and I didn't expect to like this DreamWorks movie, but this third one coming out, it seems like it is, like, ending it, you know? And I don't know. I'm getting, like, excited to see it. So it's a little emotional. Like, oh, this is closing off, like, a trilogy of something that I enjoyed. So I'm, I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen any of them. But I should. I know, I should. Not against it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen the trailer for the latest one, and the Mm -hmm. dragons look so cute. Right? So that alone, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I would totally recommend going back and seeing them. I love me a good animated film, so mm-hmm. I'm in. Perfect. 
Now, now let's talk about this movie. <laughs> drum roll. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Oh my gosh. Okay. New special look just came out earlier this week. Tickets went on sale and it is now the number three most like pre-sales for a Marvel movie in history. It beat out Captain America Civil War. It's oh. behind Infinity War and Black Panther, arguably two of the biggest movies of last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that no. it's up there. I'm so geeked. Please, is it March 7th so I can go see this movie? Like, can it come any sooner? I'm ready for it. You know what's interesting? I didn't know about Captain Marvel, the Mm -hmm. character, until there were talks about them making a movie. Mm -hmm. I didn't... Were you a comic book fan? I wasn't. Okay. So... So I watch a lot of videos who... There's a lot of people bait, like, who are comic book based, you know, people, and I totally respect that. I just haven't really been into the comics, but I like hearing their perspective because like, oh, it's a bit more, they have more history on like about these characters and like where they think studios are going to make movies or TV shows off of. So I didn't really know about Captain Marvel until right before they announced like phase three of Mm -hmm. all the Marvel movies. And then they said Captain Marvel. I was like, oh, who is this person? And People were, like, explaining who she is, and they were also, like, doing fan casting at that time, which Katie Sackhoff was, like, a big person they wanted to bring into it, but then Brie Larson got it, and so... Are you... How do you feel about Brie Larson? I like her. I think... I think she's a good person for this, and I think... I think she knows how much this means to people, and the fact that she, like, did her own training for this, and Mm -hmm. she, like, actually, like, read up on the comic books, you know, I think... She's the right person to helm it. Right. And, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm i interested to see, like, the layers of Carol Danvers will get in this movie as far as, like, is she joking around with friends? Is it just mm. her figuring out, like, who she is and figuring out her identity? And it's, it's an interesting take on an origin story, and that has me so curious about this movie. And they've really kept a lot of things under wraps. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's exciting because right. I don't want to know... I don't want to know how I, this goes. I don't know? want to know either. I am so excited. I think this couldn't have come come at a better time because mm-hmm. if this movie came out maybe, let's say, five years ago, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as excited. I'm more pumped because I know that she plays role into Endgame. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's just because I didn't know the character. So, I always thought of Thor mm-hmm. as the strongest Avenger. Just All of because us did. And now she's here, and I'm just... So, okay, it takes place in the 90s. Yes. So we don't know how it's going to end, but mm-hmm. assuming she's been MIA this whole time or just, like, doing her own thing, and now... We don't know. And that's that's what I think everyone's like, we are waiting. We're going to go see this movie just for the fact of, like, okay, where is she when she gets the pager from Nick Fury at the very end of yeah. Infinity War? And I think we will see that in a mid-credit or a post-credit scene. She gets the pager and then she's on her way. Yes, because when she gets the page, that's like 20 years. Yeah. That's 20 years into the future of when the movie takes place. Correct. Right? So, mm-hmm. Marvel. I well know. done. You know, know, they know what they're doing. They really do. <laughs> they really do. At this rate, at Comic-Con this year, they're going to announce their, like, next slate of movies. And I don't care if it's some, like, D-list character, only, like, deep cuts people know about. Like, I'm going to be into seeing it because 
they have proven themselves yeah. over the past 10 years. Like, do whatever you want. I'm going to at least see what what's happening. Right. I'm going to watch it. I am sad to say goodbye to mm-hmm. the first chapter of characters. Yeah. But we can talk about that when we, we talk get, about yeah. Endgame. <laughs> Alright, so that's in March, at the beginning of March. Uh, there is this movie that a bunch of people are excited about, and it's called Us by Jordan Peele. His next of the... After his... Get Out. After Get Out, which was incredible. The trailer looks terrifying, therefore I probably will not see it in theaters. I watched the trailer in broad daylight mm-hmm. in my office... And I actually have to pause it and step away from my screen. Yeah. It looks terrifying. But Get Out was terrifying. And Get Out was amazing, so I kind of want to see it. Like, I... Yeah. But the thing is, Get Out didn't have those scary-looking people. Yeah! And then, like, the room with the bunnies, the scissors. Like, the scissors alone have me, like, freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to see somebody, like, get stabbed with scissors. and. Do you think you're going to watch it, though? I'm probably going to watch it. I I don't think I'll see it opening weekend. Someone's got to drag me to a theater because right. I'd rather be in the comfort of my own home, you totally. know, with the ability to pause and be like, okay. Yeah. But, Take a beat. you know, to support filmmakers, uh, I'm still debating that <laughs> one. But it looks good, and because it looks good, that means I kind of don't want to see it. No, right. <laughs> um... And then, of course, the first of our live adaptations of Disney movies, uh, Dumbo, comes out at the end of March. Full disclosure, have not seen Dumbo. The original all the way through. Only bits and pieces. Well, I haven't seen Dumbo since I was probably five. Mm Mm-hmm. So. So how do you feel (laughs) about, how do you feel about this one? I adore the idea of making live action Disney films. Mm Mm-hmm. So. That alone, I'm in. Mm -hmm. I don't even care if I haven't seen the movie. Um, I'm in. Because there's something so magical. Yeah. (laughs) There's something so magical about these cartoons coming to life. And I've always Mm -hmm. been a fan of that. Yeah. Um, And I think that Dumbo's cute. I remember... Okay, I don't know what happens. I remember being very sad. Like, it was a sad movie. Like, did they beat Dumbo or something? Yeah, okay. So, they take away (laughs) Dumbo's mom... Oh, well. The, that happens. The elephants, the other elephants there, like they refuse. Bully him? Yeah, they bully him and they refuse to recognize Dumbo as an elephant. Because he has he, such big ears? Yes, which is and, so sad. And, and don't they dress him up as a clown or something? Yep. They dress him up as a clown. At one point, he gets accidentally drunk and hallucinates like pink elephants, which is weird and trippy and then eventually like he gets a feather he has the confidence and he flies and he gets reunited with his mom at the end his mom oh okay his mom didn't die he just no, got taken no, away no. yeah i'm like does that mean dumbo is dead <laughs> oh, no definitely not or at okay. least we'll see I, yeah we'll see i'm also i like that disney is doing these live adaptations of their originals um I think it's smart on their part with updated technology, how they're able to do, make these stories like fresh again. The only problem I have with this movie is it's Tim Burton doing this Mm. and I am not the biggest fan of the Alice in Wonderland movies. So the fact that they gave him this one is like, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like 
I have faith in Tim Burton for this one based on the trailer. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe he's really going to come out in that hallucination scene. Probably. Um, and that'll be like, okay, we're watching a Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Alice in Wonderland is already so out there and that's like what Tim Burton is. So he probably just took advantage of that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this one, just based on the trailer, Mm -hmm. is pretty low key. Yeah. It's, I think it's going to be okay. I get why you're skeptical though. Okay. I hope so. But also because it takes place at a circus, it might get a little crazy. It will probably get crazy. (laughs) Oh, okay. So with the live adaptation, what have been your favorites that Disney has done? What has there been? Cinderella. There's been Cinderella. Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. What else? Maleficent, technically. Okay. Uh, the Jungle Book. Oh, I really like The Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. I like Beauty and the Beast as a movie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought her and the Beast had no chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because... <laughs> As a cartoon, it's much more believable that they yeah. can fall in love. But live action, I'm like, there was not enough time to develop a relationship here. Yeah. That would have taken, like, a year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I um, hear you. But I liked, I really liked The Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. I tried watching Mowgli, and I didn't know what was going on. I haven't watched Mowgli yet. Okay. Um, I don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> I watched, uh, I, I did love The Jungle Book as well. Yeah, that um, was really good. Which is why a certain movie we're talking about later has me a lot more confident about it. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know. <laughs> um, I liked Beauty and the Beast. I ended up not loving Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Emma Watson was fine. I loved Dan Stevens. But yeah, there was a lot of like... It felt like it happened too fast. Yeah. And then also the thing with like transporting to Paris in that one scene was like... Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. That's really... Okay, you're making that connect... Okay, fine. Was um, that just their opportunity for an original song? Yes. They, they sang, Well, right? no, they... That was one of the original songs. It was uh, the second or third time they sang that song, but mm-hmm. then he sings the song Evermore after she leaves, and right. I actually kind of liked that one. That was okay. I'm like, good job, Dan. You can good. honestly say I don't remember it. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but my favorite, I guess, of like the princess adaptations is Cinderella. I thought it was so mm-hmm. magical and beautiful, and I love Lily James, and Richard Madden is my king of the north, so I thought they had great chemistry, like, for their brief meeting and whatever, right. more than... That was her... Was, no, she was in Downton Abbey. She was in Downton Abbey. Okay. That was the first time I heard of her mm-hmm. in Cinderella, which Same. I think is a lot of people... I, I think right? it was a lot every... Uh, most people's first interaction with her okay. outside of Downton. Right. Mm-hmm. But then she also did, like, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and now she's... Dating. Which is where she met Matt Smith. Yes. <laughs> and they are adorable. They're so them. cute. <sighs> okay, enough about them. They're great. Um, hold on. And so, all right, that's March. April, we've got Shazam with Zachary Levi. Okay. From DC. It's basically like big, but a superhero movie. Yes. And I haven't really, I don't really know much about this one. I don't know much either outside of the trailer, but I love Zach Levi because of, you know, all those times at, like, Nerd Headquarters, mm-hmm. and I just want to see him succeed, but I don't trust DC. Mm. I still haven't watched Aquaman yet, Neither but I hear it's, like, it's fun. I'm like, 
okay, great. It's it, fun, but what does that mean? You know? Fun for DC standards. I guess. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I've heard it's kind of bonkers, but in a good way, and people are interested in, like, what DC is moving forward from here. So. Yeah. I'll definitely check out Shazam. I won't see it opening weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it as well. And then we've got, uh, let's see, Hellboy, another comic book yeah. movie, which David Harbour looks great as Hellboy. He I'm, does. I'm I'm into it. it is this a reboot? It's or, a reboot, Okay. Trailer looked fun. I haven't seen the trailer. Oh. I've just seen photos. Got it. Yeah. There is now a trailer. Okay. Yeah, it looks like fun and gore or not gory crazy mm-hmm. gory but like definitely action-packed I right guess. i love me a good action scene mm-hmm. that's half of the reason why i go to these movies yeah. <laughs> see we talk about all this like action stuff and there's like not enough like rom-coms yeah there, exactly because so. <laughs> they're doing awesome stuff here but whatever so that's mid-April, but end of April, there's this small, tiny, independent movie called Avengers Endgame coming out. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it, but... I mean, it's kind of <laughs> off the beaten path, you know, definitely not one of the most anticipated movies of the year, maybe of the past, like, the three decade, years, even decade, know. maybe, who knows. What are thoughts? <laughs> I don't... Do we have enough time? Like, is this a separate podcast? I don't know. Like, what? I mean, I plan on doing a podcast episode after I watch this movie. Right. Because, like, I will have to, like, word vomit everything. Okay, let's just talk about theories. Cool. How we think it's going to end. Oh, yeah. So, I think that everyone who got snapped, dusted, I think most of them are coming back at the end of this movie. So we believe they're in the quantum realm. I believe they're in the soul realm right okay. now. Like that maybe their souls live in wherever like Gamora was at the end after he snapped and talked with a younger Gamora. What did right. it cost you? Everything. You think they're there. I think they're there. Okay. And where was Ant-Man at the end? What so, realm was he in? Ant-Man was in the quantum, quantum realm. realm. Okay. And that's where everyone was like, WTF? Mm-hmm. Which, at, in the Endgame trailer, there he is at their front door. Yes. And they were asking about, when did this happen? What's the time step on it? So I think they're messing with time. So you don't think he can jump through realms? You think this is just... I think somebody saved him. Okay. Unless he figured it out himself. Like, it'd be cool if he jumped out of the quantum realm, mm-hmm. but I think the only person that we know who could probably do that Captain is Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel is in the quantum realm. Okay. Like, on her way to the Avengers, I guess, on Earth, like, getting the message. Right. And... Uh, picks him up on the and way. picks him up. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. And then he'd be like, who are you? You know, like, yeah. Paul Rudd being Pete Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Okay. I think that we're going to get a final shot, or not a final shot, but a last six circle round shot of the original Avengers because all of them were, all of them survived. I'm already crying. I know. Like, wait, they did because Iron Man, Mm -hmm. Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Hulk, Black Widow, and Hawkeye, who was in the trailer. I think they're going to have one more circle shot together. And they actually have something to avenge now. I, Cap but, and Tony are making up. 
Hands down. They saved that. What? Okay. Tony. How? How is he gonna get back? I don't know. I think... You know what? I feel like all that Ten spaceship stuff is the beat first five minutes of the movie. The trailer it's, was the first 20 minutes. Yeah. There's no way around it. That yeah. is so just like the first 20 minutes. They have shown us absolutely nothing but gave us a trailer that like gives us everything we would imagine would happen. Yeah. Because it is the aftermath of like this huge cataclysmic thing. I think Cap is going to save Tony. Mm. They're getting on They're getting on the like an aircraft of some sort and ScarJo is like this is gonna work right and cap's like it better because i don't know what else i would do if it doesn't work right i think they're going to save tony how do you think they know tony's alive i feel like tony sent out like some kind of message on the milano or whatever ship he's on with nebula because it's just the two of them them. Um, i have chills i have chills (laughs) i think all right this is where i'm about to you're gonna call it i'm calling it all right tony's gone I agree. I thought Tony was going to be gone in Infinity War. I was mentally preparing for it. Yeah. And somebody had told me, like, he survived. Like, that was the one spoiler I got out of the movie, that he survives. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I can handle this movie now. I'm not about to see him die. But Thanos stabbed him, and I was like, somebody lied to me. Yeah. He's going to die. This is it. This is what I've been preparing for. And then he doesn't. I think they're saving that for endgame i agree i think this is the last movie with tony stark Mm -hmm. now i've heard a theory okay where the original avengers Mm -hmm. not the original ones but like there's apparently this like clean slate theory Mm -hmm. where they're gonna have their happy endings Mm. their happy endings make me think of once one time (laughs) so for instance like where they never became Mm-hmm. those superheroes so okay. captain america gets his happy ending with what's her face peggy <laughs> with peggy oh god and then because even in infinity war tony tells pepper at the beginning he's like i had a dream that we were married and had a son or a kid yeah so maybe that's foreshadowing that that is what's gonna happen to him i don't know how i feel about this I've heard that theory, which, like, sounds interesting that yeah. they... So they don't, like, die, but mm-hmm. they just get a clean slate, like, and they were never mm-hmm. those characters. But which means if they were never those... If they were never those superheroes and all those people that they defeated are now... Like, it, still it, out there? Like... I don't know. But I, I thought it was interesting. That is actually interesting. And I think they're playing with time in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be, like, time travel of some sort, and maybe, like... Maybe in Cap's case... He gets the clean slate by being left back. in the 1945 mm-hmm. and gets that dance with Peggy. Oh my gosh, I'm getting emotional. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, be still my heart. Like that's gonna, I'm gonna be in tears. Probably, I, I was in tears in Infinity War when I it ended. I don't want Tony to die. I don't want him to die either. It's it's too much. It's too much. I think what's. I also think that we're we're done with Thor. Yes. But I don't know. I don't think he's gonna die. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he'll die. But I think they, if they're smart, which I think they are, that maybe Valkyrie takes up the mantle. Mm. And like Thor can retire ish, or at least like maybe take care of Asgard, whatever's left of it. Mm-hmm. And maybe Valkyrie is the one to do like the Avengers thing. Is she? Do you know if she's? contractually 
I don't to do more know movies? if she is. I mm. like I don't know, but I think it'd be pre- pretty cool because yeah. Valkyrie is pretty awesome in Ragnarok, and I feel like we're gonna. I think we're gonna see her in Endgame. I think she's still out Interesting. there. And also the Hulk. Okay, what's happening there? Like in like in general, or What's, like, what do you think is gonna happen to him? Yeah, I mean, they're obviously waiting for that big moment for him to turn into the Hulk for Endgame. Oh yeah, this has been a ten year battle with him and the with Bruce and the Hulk though. Yes, it so is, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he will have that save the day moment. Yeah, I, I that I'm always angry. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna have that again, but then like I think. He and the Hulk make up, I guess, mm. as far as like they're back and forth. But then that has me. If he doesn't get his clean slate ending, that makes me think that he may die. Oh, could you imagine the science bros? Like, God. I'm making myself hurt over here. This is painful. We only have three more months. We only have three more months. Tickets are probably going on sale in March, right after Captain Marvel comes out. Great. I'm just waiting for that end credit scene in Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm so ready. (sighs) I mean, I could sit and talk about Endgame for an eternity, but we we can't do that. (laughs) Also in April, something I want to mention that comes also at the beginning of the end, it's the final season of Game of Thrones, which Mm. we find out the premiere date uh, after the season premiere of True Detective, which they have showed us nothing for. It comes out in April. I'm starting to get, I just want anything and everything I can get from Game of Thrones. And it's another thing. It's one of those, like, this long thing that's coming to an end and saying goodbye to it is something that I'm going to get emotional over. Each one's going to be like a movie. Most of them are going to die. It's going to break my heart, but I'm ready for it. Oh my god. I'm so sorry I cannot contribute to this. That is a-okay. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I understand the importance of it. My theory, not theory, but Mm -hmm. my thoughts on there being no trailer, which I didn't know, Mm -hmm. is because I feel like they're not trying to get new viewers. Yeah. You're already in season six. Season seven. Season like seven. Well, we finished season seven. This is season eight. So you're already in season eight. Everyone's already committed. Everyone's already anticipating it. They don't need to show anything. They, they really don't. They really don't. So maybe that's part of the publicity plan. Well, it's been so annoying on Twitter. They've been doing this thing where, like, rewatch Game of Thrones from the beginning with these celebs and hashtag for the throne. It's like, okay, great. We already know that. It's mm-hmm. always been leading up to who gets the throne. Yeah, like, just give us a minute trailer. Like, the fact that we got 10 seconds uh, from this HBO trailer that came out, and it was a scene between these, like, main characters meeting for the first time, you're just like, this is everything I've waited for. Like, you don't have to show us dragons. Mm-hmm. You can just show us the people. Give us a 30-second trailer yeah. of just, like, anything. Yeah, montage, like voiceover. That's it. Yeah. Like, we're all in, and they're going to win all the awards coming up this year. Like, it's Game of Thrones. Right. We've been waiting for it. <laughs> Something I was not waiting not waiting for, but now I am, is in May, there's this movie called Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu. Ugh. 
I'm rolling my eyes over here. <laughs> okay. Let, okay. Give me your hot take. I am a big Pokemon fan mm-hmm. from back in the day. I excited for the movie. Okay. I'm going to watch it, obviously, because mm-hmm. I love Pokemon, but it kills me a little that Pikachu can talk. Mm-hmm. It It's just something... I get it. It's funny. The trailer was funny. I'm obviously going to watch it, but I'm just like... I don't know. I feel like this is kind yeah. of going like against what we all know yeah. in Pokemon. I get what they're trying to do, and I think the movie's going to be great, but... I don't know why I said I was rolling my eyes. I'm not rolling my eyes. <laughs> but I get it. Like, see, the reason why you didn't like that in the trailer is the reason why I'm sold on it now. Because oh. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Deadpool and P- and Pikachu's body. What? <laughs> Let the hilarity begin. Because I just love Ryan Reynolds and him as Deadpool. But as soon as he started speaking, I'm like, all right. I'll watch this. Right. Um, and plus the Pika Pika noises are cute. So like that back and forth, I think yes. would be fun. But this was a movie I was like, I don't need it. This makes no sense. Mm-hmm. This is stupid. You're only doing this because uh, Pokemon Go is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested. We'll see what happens. But I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll yeah. watch it. Okay. All right. End of May. Another Disney adaptation. Aladdin. <sighs> I'm so excited. I'm scared. Why? Because we have not seen a trailer. We haven't seen Genie. I haven't... That is what's going to make or break this movie for me. I think Will Smith is great. I think Guy Ritchie is good when he wants to be. I think... I'm glad that they're making this movie. I am so scared about Genie because Genie was the heart and soul mm-hmm. of the first... Of the original movie and you can't recapture lightning in a bottle like that without Robin Williams. Will Smith has the personality, but the fact that we haven't seen him in his genie form is, I'm scared. I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I'm, for some reason, anticipating it to just be Will Smith in some sort of getup. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually haven't thought about this, how we haven't seen the genie. Now that mm-hmm. you're talking about it, I hope they stay true to the blue floating genie in the original movie. I hope so, too. I don't think they will. I think we're going to see different forms of him, like you know how genie does throughout the movie. So they released a picture for Entertainment Weekly of Will Smith in, like, human form in a costume, and everyone freaked out, like, why aren't you blue? Like, that's the thing. And he's like, don't worry, I am blue in this movie. This is just one of my disguises. I'm like... Okay, good. We're going to see that, but I need to see that soon, Okay, you know? Okay, so he's going to be blue. Yeah, he's going to be blue. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I just, think maybe that's why I... Maybe I saw the photo that you're talking about, mm-hmm. and I just forgot I saw it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm envisioning Will Smith in some sort of mm-hmm. human getup. Yeah. Mm, don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. He was still blue, even though the genie was... Oh, no, that's not true. The genie, like, could change into flesh color. He did. Like, he changed into a child. He yes, was, like, that's true. He, he changed different forms. Like, and then he was, like, the parade leader. Yes. And he was, like, you know... Uh, flesh color. Flesh colored, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, only when he's, like, an animal that he's Is blue. he an animal? He changed, I think he changed into an animal or something. Oh, yes, he did change into yeah. an animal. 
So as long as like blue is like the predominant. I'm okay with that. Yeah. What if it's just Will Smith in blue paint, like Gamora? No. No, you're not. No. No. I'm just they got to do that. They got to do more with it. Yeah. They have the technology. Clearly. They're, they're de-aging people. They're yeah. getting animals to talk and talk and whatever. So I, they have all the money in the yeah. world. They can do this. Oh. Right? Yeah. Now I'm thinking about Robin Williams. <sighs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. End of May. Godzilla. King of Monsters. Millie Bobby Brown, her first big movie mm-hmm. outside of Stranger Things. The trailers have been gorgeous. I'm not into monster movies, but I think I will see this movie. I am not into monster movies, quote, mm-hmm. unquote, yeah. but I am, I've been into Godzilla. Like, okay. I like Godzilla versus King Kong. I like, mm-hmm. I saw Rampage, Rampage. Yeah. I like the idea of big animals mm-hmm. destroying the city. Got it. Yeah, so I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Cool. All right. Rocket Man, the Elton John musical Mm -hmm. biopic. I'm curious, but I haven't seen a new trailer yet, so... Wait, who is... Um, um, Taron Egerton. He was in the uh, Kingsman movies. Yes, yes. Okay. He's Elton John. Okay. And it looks good. Dark Phoenix is probably one of the last X-Men movies under Fox to come out. That's coming out in June. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I just heard some recent stuff that it is garbage, and mm-hmm. it makes me really sad because I like those characters a lot. Right. So that's kind of heartbreaking that the X Men world is kind of going out on like a bad note. I want it to go on out, out on its best. Like Logan is my favorite I feel Marvel like they movie. Ended it, Logan. They they kind of should have, but yeah. then they did Deadpool too, which I love Deadpool. I'll keep watching those, but. I, I hope Dark Phoenix is better than I think it is right mm-hmm. now, but we'll see. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, Men in Black International comes out in mid-June. Wait a minute. That didn't click until just now that they're both in <laughs> Thor. Yeah. I swear to God that didn't click, and I'm so excited for this movie. Wow. Right? Has that been acknowledged at all? That like, has definitely been acknowledged. <laughs> Do other people know this? I I think there's a huge community online that knows about this. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I've just been so focused on Liam Neeson. Yeah. That... Oh, Liam Neeson. I can't wait. Did you see this thing on Twitter recently? Guys, hear me out. So, uh, somebody said about Love Actually that what should have ended is Liam Neeson and uh, Emma Thompson get together, but then they go off and create Men in Black. (laughs) Wait, is she in Men in Black as well? Yes! She comes in in the third Men in Black movie, and then she's in the trailer. She's the one running the New York one, and Liam Neeson is running the London one. Wait, wasn't, weren't they brother and sister in Love Actually? They were, no, I think they were just friends. Uh, she was brother and sister with Hugh Grant. Oh, okay, okay. Prime Minister. Got it. So they could have gotten together. They could have totally gotten together. Yeah. Wow. I'm very excited for Men in Black. I am too. I got to see Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson with Jeff Goldblum, and now I get to see Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. with Liam Neeson. Life is beautiful. Life, what a time to be alive. <laughs> 2019 is the gift that keeps on giving right now. Wow. 
end of June, we've got Toy Story 4. I'm going to be honest. Say it. No one asked for this. Correct. Nobody asked for this. No one. The trailer was... It was literally them just, like, spinning around. They were holding hands, right? Was that the yeah, trailer? Yeah, they were, like, in a line and, like, <laughs> holding hands. And it was and, slow motion. Yeah, and then they released a trailer a trailer after that with Key and Peele's character doing, because they're in Toy Story 4, doing a bit that they used to do on their show. Like, did you hear, like, they're making the Toy Story oh, movie okay, okay. again? And they were, you know, riffing back and forth. And then Woody and Buzz come into it. That was really funny for me. But yeah, okay. like the the trailer was just like it's weird. <laughs> and then Tony Hill's character, I'm not a toy. Yeah, and I freaked it out, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, obviously, but it was the perfect ending. Toy was the best ending. It like, was the perfect ending. And now a Toy Story without Andy, like... It doesn't seem right. Right? That's how I feel about it. And it's... Which is sad. Like, I, I love the Toy Story movies. Each one of them are just so great on their own. And Toy Story 3, like, that, it, that is the perfect ending. Yeah. Like, it was really sad. But do we know what this one's about? Not really. Maybe he comes back... Maybe maybe this takes place like forty years in the future and Andy's dying. I mean, we don't know. That's okay. That's ah! like, why would you say that? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds. Oh my, I will be emotional all over again. Yeah, I did hear that Tim Allen say like the final fifteen minutes of this movie are gonna like rip your heart out. I'm like again? Oh it's like, my great, god! Thank you. Just adding more. Like, of course, Pixar is gonna do that again. Ugh. God, jerks. I love you, though. <laughs> okay. All right. We're in G- uh, July now. Oh, my gosh. Halfway through the year. Spider-Man Far From Home. <sighs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in, you know? give Show us a trailer at this point. Like, I just want to see Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal is mysterious mm-hmm. in this. Nick Fury is in it. I think, according to what I've heard, it definitely is the events before Infinity War. Like, we're going to see oh. him lead up to that it takes so in between homecoming and in between infinity war okay so got it so there's because i don't think they would yeah release that because then it's spoiler for endgame exactly okay all right yeah so i'm i'm ready for it tom holland's my spider-man i love him i yeah he's yeah he's my favorite spider-man okay lion king now let's talk about this it's going to be so good yes it's going to be so good. Ah, uh, I just watched the trailer again. I swear to God, you can't tell if those are real animals or not. At least, at least the part where they're just all like running up to Pride Rock. Yes, when you, they're all like bowing and whatever. You you're genuinely like, can't tell if those are real or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get chills every time James Earl Jones starts speaking as Mufasa. I'm like, I'm back. I'm back in my childhood. This is happening. And I rewatched Lion King recently, you know, and just thinking like, oh my gosh, there's going to be a bunch of 20-year-olds in this theater singing all of the songs. I'm so excited for this. And because Jon Favreau did The Jungle Book, I have more than enough confidence that this movie is going to do fantastic, make all the money, just nostalgia at its highest form. It's going to be amazing. It, I already have my hopes up 
up here. <laughs> so Disney, please don't let us down with this movie. No, like, I don't. I don't think they will. Yeah, they won't. I think this is the one that's gonna. Yeah, it's this one. I really hope Dumbo and Aladdin prove me wrong, and mm-hmm. they're great. But like this, this is the peak of Dumbo. Eh, I'm like not anticipating really. I'll mm-hmm. watch it. Aladdin, I'm definitely gonna watch. Mm-hmm. But oh, Lion King, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got. Do you like any of the Fast and the Furious movies? Mm, okay. Do you? Not really. Like they're it's fun, dumb action. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw comes out in August, which people who are fans of the Fast and Furious franchise, good for you, but <laughs> eh, whatever. Here's the one action movie that I'm really excited about that just I'm so geeked, or one of them. And it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It is the new Quentin Tarantino movie. With Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Brad Pitt. Pitt. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am mm-hmm. so into this movie. They shot uh, some scenes, like, right down the street from oh, me. Oh, wow. Like, I'm so excited to see, like, old Hollywood, him tell this story, and yeah. it's around the Sharon Tate, like, and the Manson family murders. Like, this could be amazing. I mean, Quentin Tarantino. Tarantino. Can't say his name. <laughs> Quentin can't say his name. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. When was the last time we saw Leonardo DiCaprio in anything? The Revenant? It's been a while. It's been a minute. And also, the two of them together is going to be so good. I can't wait. I am just so geeked Wow, what a great year. What a fantastic year of movies. And that's just August, okay? (laughs) That's August, or the beginning of it. Then we've got It Chapter 2, which I will not oh. see because it looks terrifying. Like, I'm Have terrified. you seen It? I've watched the cinema sins of it. That's as far as I'll go. Like, in the same vein of good horror movies, I know they look really good, and they're great, and I'm so happy that that genre is doing well right now. But because it's doing good, that means I won't watch it because I don't want nightmares. I do need to see it because it's not just a horror movie. It's about kids growing up in the 80s, blah, blah, blah. It's so scary. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Pennywise is freaky, okay? Um, I will tell you, I've seen It. Mm -hmm. And so my boyfriend is a huge fan of horror movies. Mm -hmm. I have not seen a... The scariest movie I've seen was Gothica before dating him. Oh, wow. Which isn't even scary. Yeah. So I have had to submerse myself in a lot of scary movies. Mm -hmm. I can confidently say... I am not the same person I was after watching it. Wow. I'm not. I went through something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm po- probably still going through something. Mm-hmm. I genuinely thought that Pennywise was in my apartment when I was alone. Like, I, I thought I can, like, I thought I saw him at the corner of my eye and I looked and he was gone. That's like, I went through something. Yeah. But I do want to see the second one. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited about who they have involved in the movie. Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain is in it. Uh, this guy Jay Ryan, who is in this show called Beauty and the Beast on the CW. I watched the first with season Kristen of- Crook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love loved that first season. What's James his- McAvoy is in it, which love him. Was the guy in Barry? What's his name? Um, you can do this. No, I think he's hot, so I know his name. You can do this. Bill Hader. Yes. (laughs) Wow. He's in it. Yes. And he plays the older version of the guy from Stranger Things. Yes. I think that's a really good casting. I love that casting decision. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked on this cast. 
James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, Jay Ryan. Obviously, uh, Bill Skarsgård is back as Pennywise. Like, it's a great cast. It'll be good. Yeah. You know what? I think you could watch it. Even okay. though I went through something, it's fine. I lived. Okay. All right. <laughs> End of September, Downton Abbey, the movie, which mm. I will definitely go see. And the only reason they made it as fast as they did is because we don't have much longer with, um, oh no, the the old lady. Mm-hmm. I don't watch the show, but that's sad. What is her name? See, this is me forgetting now. I hate life right now. Maggie Smith. You couldn't remember Maggie Smith's name? How dare I? Even I, I know Maggie Smith and I don't watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, we don't have much time with her? Think about it. She's quite old. All right. Like, they need to, like. I mean, the last time done. I saw her in something was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> well, she made it through all those Harry Potter movies. Uh, she's. I guess did all, She lived in Downton Abbey, like, survived that whole series. So the fact they're making this movie, like, she needs to be there in all of her glory. Maggie Smith. I know. I'm sorry, Maggie Smith. I love you. I swear. All right, October. We are in Joker territory mm-hmm. with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. which this movie has grown on me. I didn't want it. I thought it was stupid. Right. I really wanted Joaquin Phoenix to be the Joker when they did Suicide Squad, uh, when they were thinking about making it, and Jared got the role instead, which, bad decision. But I'm interested in it. I um, like his version. Yeah. I like it. Um, and I've always been a fan of the Joker. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate any version of the Joker. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Um, I think this one will be good. I think so, too. And Todd Phillips is behind it. And I think the direction they're taking with it is very unique and very crime story. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm intrigued by is it. Is this associated with any other? Is it its, it's own It's its own thing. thing. Okay. Which, okay. Eh, fine. Sure. And then... Zombieland 2. I loved the first Zombieland movie. Ten years later, they're making... Is Ryan Reynolds in that? No. What am I thinking of? Woody Uh, Harrelson? Woody Harrelson is in it. (laughs) Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin are all coming back to do this movie. Wow. Yeah. If it actually does come out in October, I'm really geeked for it. I'll have to watch the first one. You should. I mean, I I know the movie. I've just never seen it. It's really funny... It's, yeah, it's a really funny zombie movie. Like, it's not Shaun of the Dead. It's way more gory, but it's great. Okay, let's let's finish the year. So November, finally. The movie everyone was waiting for. Frozen 2. Wait, that's... Oh, wait, that is happening. That Why is, did I think that was a rumor? But no, it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. And I don't think... I need to be reminded of that. Why? See, I think that what makes Disney movies so original is that there's only one of them. Mm-hmm. Once you start adding sequels, you're like, you're taking you're away some to- of the magic of it. Exactly. The only place, like, again, like, I think Toy Story has been immune to that. Like, I think each sequel that's come out has been great. Yes. But most sequels, when it comes to Disney movies, are not as strong mm-hmm. and okay. I, I share the same concerns yeah. about Frozen 2 uh, and it took them this long to make it I thought it took this long I yeah I yeah hopefully yeah <laughs> okay and then we've got 
Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle sequel movie. <gasps> They're doing that. What? And Aquafina, I think, just joined the cast. Oh of my that. god. I saw Jumanji a few months ago. Uh-huh. It was so good. Right. I'm a huge fan of the original one, and I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know what this is. Like yeah. I but I love how they paid tribute to the original one. I same. I love that. But it was so funny. I thought it was really smart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm in for a second one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. But then the week after that, I mean, this is the day I've been waiting for since this whole thing started. It's time. It's time to finish the nonology. It's Star it's Wars okay. episode nine. <laughs> We're the year of the Star Wars oh. saga movie. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, it's here. It's here. It's here. It's here. Which, you know we're not getting a trailer until April. No, we're not. At Celebration. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm mentally prepared. Like, I'm not seeing anything. I don't don't want to know anything. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah. No, I think April is good. That gives us enough time Mm -hmm. to prepare for it. Because I don't want a trailer too advanced of the release. What's going to happen? I don't know. I, Are Ray and Kylo finally going to get together? Get out. Get out of here. <laughs> Not in this house. <laughs> Wait, you I'm sh- kidding. I'm kidding. You like, you like Poe and Ray. Yes, that's right. Do you really think that's going to happen? I don't think she's ending up with anybody, to be I don't perfectly think, honest. Yeah. And I think because it's Disney and they're showing, like, this is a strong female character who's basically, like the Luke role of this new sequel trilogy. I don't think she's ended up with anybody. Will I stop reading Damari fan fiction? No. No. (laughs) Um, I've made a bet with a guy at work that I think if Poe ends up with anybody, it will be Ray. And he's like, I'm saying Finn. I'm like, all right. No, but Finn has Rosie. Or Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Rosie. (laughs) Yeah, he has Rose. Well, I, there's going to be a time jump probably mm. between eight and nine. I how, still think, how far do you think the time jump is going to be? I'd say a year or two. Okay. I think, what I think that's doing fair. about Carrie Fisher? She's in it. Like they're using unused footage and putting her into this movie. Cause she was supposed to be in it in the first place. And I'm okay with it. I think they're going to use her strategically like hologram messages between like okay. I think Poe is going to be running the rebellion. Okay. I think she's going to be in the new seat of the Republic or like trying to like build up supporters. I don't think she'll be physically with them as much. Mm-hmm. But I think something to close off that needs to happen is another thing between her and Kylo. I think yes. like there needs to be a definitive like bow on that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if they're if they're and wrapping I, this thing up, like they've got to wrap that up. I would love her to acknowledge the fact that he killed Han Solo. I, I would mean, love that. That would that would be nice. That'd be really nice because, like, I know that's your son, but like that was your love, the yeah. love of your life. Like, come on, please acknowledge the. It's fact. kind of sad. I'm so excited for it, but it's also kind of heartbreaking knowing that Mark Hamill won't be in it. No, Mark Hamill's in it. Wait, what? Joss, where have you been? He's in it. Billy Dee Williams is in it. Lando is coming back. Luke is going to be a force ghost. Dang it. And he's probably going to be like trolling his nephew. Come on. I need to brush up on my Twitter feed because (laughs) I also follow Mark Hamill. So how do I not know this? Well, because he's kind of been like 
hiding it, I guess. He's also been shooting other stuff, too, so right. he's been talking about that. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. I'm more excited now. Yeah. I was already excited. Now I'm like, more excited. Like, extra excited. Yeah. So he's in it. Lando's coming back. I th- uh, they've added Carrie Russell's joining the cast, oh. and so is Richard E. Grant. Right. Which, fun fact, he was the manager of the Spice Girls in Spice World, so, like, I'm all for this. I think... I think it'd be really fun. He'll probably be... Side note, can we just do a separate podcast episode on Spice World? Because, yeah. Because, yeah, Spice World. I could talk about that for hours. (laughs) I love Spice World. I love the Spice Girls, and they're going on tour without Posh, which is stupid, but whatever. But yeah, Star Wars. It's going to be so good. What a way to end the year. And so I tweeted at the end of 2018 that my goal, my main goal of 2019 was to survive until December 20th. Because at that point, that means I would have seen the end of Endgame. I would have seen the end of Game of Thrones. And I would have seen the end of the Star Wars. And Toy Story, apparently. And Toy Story. (laughs) So there's a lot in Powder Train Your Dragon, that trilogy. So, like, there's a lot of endings happening in 2019 that I'm really looking forward to. It's going to break my heart. Mm -hmm. But I'm so excited. I think the year is going to go by really fast. Oh, yeah. We're going to look back at this and, like, didn't we record this podcast, like, yesterday? Yeah. Gosh, right. What well, a year. I'm ready. So, of those, uh, we just talked many minutes about this. Like, what are your most anticipated uh, of 2019? Most anticipated Endgame. Mm-hmm. Endgame going in order of the year. Mm-hmm. I would say Endgame, Aladdin. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Not really Toy Story, but mm-hmm. eh. Lion King mm-hmm. and Star Wars. Yeah. I would say those ones. I, like, most anticipated. Yeah. I'm obviously going to watch probably everything we talked about, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say my most anticipated would probably be Avengers Endgame, Lion King, and, and, Star Wars. and Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. Which I think we're getting a title pretty soon, which is going to be exciting to start saying, like this instead of like episode nine i know but we're here i'm so i'm so looking forward to this year and i'm excited to be able to not only chat with you joss about like all these movies that come up but here on this podcast uh to share my thoughts feelings about like where this year is going and all of these movies and properties that we love so much like heck we didn't even talk about like disney plus is coming out this year and all the stuff they're doing there yeah that's a separate episode but we've got time for that (laughs) it's 2019 we got time thank you so much for coming on and just fangirling with me about this year thank you so much for having me and anytime you want to fangirl about anything i am here (laughs) yes love it where can where can people find you at joss bacala j-o-s-s-b-a-c-a-l-l-a on any social platform perfect (laughs) And thank you, listeners, for getting through this episode. <laughs> you can find me at Meredith Loftus. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. Bye.